that's my secret cat. I'm always angry. <laughs> Run out of patience. On the roof! Hey everyone, Cap Captain, big fan, Spider-Man. Avengers! Assemble. Hello, Peter. Hello and welcome to the Infinity Saga and Beyond an MCU Fan Podcast. My name is Jordan. I'm with Ron still here. We just talked that Variety article as an emergency pod, uh, the episode before this. But now we're going to dive into Spider-Man 2, the Insomniac video game, PS5 exclusive. Um, So I guess let's just dive in and talk about this, about our initial thoughts, like our first impressions when we were playing this game, because I fell in love with this right away i did exactly what i did five years ago i took the day off work played it for most of the day uh i probably beat it faster in the first game actually i know people are talking about how long it takes for this one but actually it's stuff i had to do on saturday so i couldn't be playing all day um but like last time i just played like friday straight through pretty much yeah. and woke up saturday morning and played it for spider-man one and it was great mm-hmm. and i kind of did something similar for miles um but yeah so i i i fell in love with this game immediately i think the traversal is steps above web wings are great web slinging's faster it's gonna be hard to go back to spider-man one uh and miles morales in that regard and the combat i think the combat is actually better in this one too using the gadgets without it like slowing down is awesome yes no i agree um it's it's the combat was also to me markedly more difficult um like in comparison to like you know the amazing mode on one compared to the amazing mode on two in like that kind of way like i felt i felt like this one was markedly more difficult but also gave you so much more stuff to use that it balanced out perfectly with all the gadgets and stuff and the just oh, all the venom powers and just all that dude. It, it was, it was tremendous. And um, I'll let you continue on your sort of opening thoughts. Cause I don't want to hijack your thing there, but, but the combat in particular, yes, it was, it was streets above as uh, my community fans would, uh, would recognize. <laughs> Or the streets ahead. Streets, streets ahead. ahead. Yep. <laughs> streets ahead. My bad. Oh God. Oh. It's all right. Uh, we just got to bear down here for for this. <laughs> bear down. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite bit, and it comes from like one of the worst seasons in this community. But <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. yeah, that was the Amazon season, wasn't it, or the uh, the Yahoo season? Excuse yeah, me. I think so. I think it was season five or six. I can't yeah. remember. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so no, I I really enjoy this game. I think. First impression wise, I I love what they did with the story too. Um, the boss fights were fun. As much as I wanted to throw my goddamn controller at the screen sometimes when I'd fail some, um, it was it was fun. It was challenging. Uh, I had this weird relationship with the first one. I don't I don't know what difficulty I played on on the PS4. Um, on the remaster. Last I checked, I'm on like friendly neighborhood, the middle one, not like the yeah. or easiest one. 
they do like friendly neighborhood something, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or something. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's two friendly top, neighborhood yeah. ones. Then amazing, and then whatever. This, it just started me on amazing. I just played it through that. And even though I was frustrated at times, I just kept with the boss battles. I'd figure out the way to beat them. I think on the remaster, I started off on amazing, did all of that. And the DLC is harder for me. Yeah, like when I get is. to the DLC on the first one, it's harder. I had to bump it down because I was getting my ass kicked by the damn uh, Sable people. Yeah. Uh, this one, I was able to keep on amazing the whole way, and I I, I felt like I actually earned it. I felt like I actually earned beating this game um, and beating all the side stuff. And I got the Platinum, which I don't even have for the first one right now. So I'm my plan is to go back and, and do that. But this game, uh, like, uh, first impression-wise, I have this as my game of the year. Right, like this, it was between Jedi Survivor and this going into it. And I, once I played this, I said I had more fun with this as much as I love Jedi Survivor. But this game, Spider Man's my favorite fictional hero, like it's everything I wanted it to be. And then the story was very strong in, in my, I think, anyway. I know some people have kind of complained about the last act or whatever, but I, for me, I, I love the way it went. And, uh, yeah, so we'll just kind of end my fi- first thoughts there. Yeah, dude, I uh, I echo a lot of what you said, and I'll try not to, to to repeat any points here. But it was it was tremendous. They had uh, a really tough job to do in following the first game, and not only did they do that, I think they blew it out of the water. Uh, everything was tremendous. The story was great. It kind of kicks you in the mouth right from the rip and we'll we'll get into that opening scene uh with the sandman as we as we kind of go forward here but even even the 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 slower kind of story moments just felt like so meaningful like the one of peter in may in his room in the beginning Uh, yeah like it it, like all that stuff it felt just like so spider-man like there's my expert analysis right there it felt so spider-man but it really really did and like the 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 sort of world building stuff got much bigger in this one you know we saw the baxter building all the daredevil stuff that they're saying now stay tuned because like who knows maybe we see like daredevil stuff like start popping up in the third game that would be freaking awesome uh but just everything about it was so good the connective tissue to the first one how it felt like a true continuation. It was, I don't, like you said, as a Spider-Man fan, it was everything that I could have possibly asked for. There isn't like one thing that I look at after playing that game and think like, I wish I would have added that. They did so many cool things in the way that they sort of, like they did in the first one, rather than just being inspired by like one comic story that you play through, they just take these aspects of all these different ones. And like the, the, the King and black references in this one were so heavy with all the venom stuff to the point where I'm here thinking like, are we getting null in the third game? Like it, it, it was awesome. Like truly, truly awesome. Um, I can't wait to play through it again. Uh, and I just, I don't have enough good things to say about it. And I will say many more of them as we continue. <laughs> oh, I got to get some nose spray going. Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah, something I was going to say, uh, I know that we talked about uh, offline before of um, 
the way I feel about this insomniac version of, of Spider-Man, I'm not sure if I've said it on the show before or not, because I didn't start the show till after the game came out, the first game. Uh, this might be a hot take. This is my favorite interpretation of Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Mine too. I mean, Mine too. and the villains. They, they just nail all of this stuff for me. Uh, like when I played that first game, I left it saying, this is my definitive Peter Parker. Even when they changed the face, I didn't give a shit. I said, this is my definitive <laughs> Peter Parker. It, it, it screwed me up royally for a while. I've now <laughs> come around and I finally look at like this Peter. It's like, okay, he's really good. But that first face model getting over that was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the way they do with Aunt May in that first game, uh, them roping Miles and uh, Jefferson into the universe and the, being kind of our first time that we ever had both of them together on a medium like this because Spider-Verse came out a couple months later, uh, you yeah. know? So, like, this was, like, the, the first time that I was really diving into Miles as a whole. And then, you know, like, I knew who he was and stuff. I just hadn't really, like, read any of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, having... Like you said, the way that they do with the villains, where they take stuff from multiple things, not just doing a kind of kind of reminds me of the MCU at times where like they won't like straight up adapt stuff. They'll usually take bits and pieces of stuff they like. In this case, they took, you know, in the first game, they're taking Doc Ock and like the the um, Sinister Six make appearances in it. And but you mostly have Mr. Negative and Doc Ock, Ock as your two main villains. And for this one, they kind of do similar where they take Craven and they take Venom and they throw in a little bit of Craven's last hunt. They throw in a little bit of, like you said, King in Black. They throw in uh, a little bit of some hairy stuff, right? Like, because he's not usually Venom. So you're getting some of that uh, hairy Peter, uh, MJ, you know, relationship, friendship that they have. So you're getting all of that in this story. And I think that's what really made it so great for me is just the way that they're able to balance these and why I probably put it above the first game story-wise too is just, I like Mr. Negative. I thought he was cool, but the fact that you're getting Craven and Venom in one game is an upgrade, right? Like that is yeah. an upgrade. And uh, the fact I was, I stayed away from spoilers. So when it came around to playing as Venom, I was shocked and I was like, I think I yelled out like, hell yeah. And I was just going around wrecking stuff. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I stayed away from all that stuff. So it was it was really great. Um, I guess we can dive into the main story and kind of like what we liked. And, you know, uh, I guess we can even talk some of these non-Spider-Man missions too, right? Um, big complaint in the first game from a lot of people is the MJ missions. And maybe I'm weird, but I, I really enjoy the MJ and Miles missions in the first game. I like being the stealth. I like doing all that stuff. It was fun. This game, there's literally only three MJ missions, and I think they're really fun, I too. I, I really enjoy her in this game a lot, actually. I agree completely. Um, and it's funny because I have like such a greater appreciation <clears throat> for her now because um, since in the time since I played the first game, I've become such a big fan of Laura Bailey, her voice actress, uh, through Critical Role. So, like, here, now it's funny. It's like all I hear is Laura Bailey instead of, like, hearing MJ. 
but uh, the missions were way more fun and uh, kind of ironic. They give a lot of, to me, or they gave a lot of The Last of Us kind of vibes, like between the stuff when you're in Craven's compound and the jungle stuff, and especially when you're chasing Peter, when he's like full Venom, like crazy mode, like super The Last of Us slash Resident Evil type vibes. Uh, actually giving you like uh, a gun, even though it's not really a, a gun, but it, the the role of a gun in the game was really cool. Just uh, just like they did with Peter and Miles, they expanded on her abilities so much more, and it, it really made it ten times more enjoyable. Because I will admit, I hated those missions in the first one, the, the Miles parts and the parts with her. Like every time, like I was doing a replay of it before this one came out, obviously. And like, even still to this day, I'm like, Ugh. like getting to the part where you got to, uh, when you're in Grand Central and you got to like walk around and like do all this stuff that you got to yeah, point yeah. here where to go. I'm just like, bruh, why can't I not skip this? <laughs> but I love the ones in the second one. So that's just another kudos to them. They definitely improved. Yeah, I was actually one of the guys that when it came time to play as MJ the first game, I was like, hell yeah, let's do another <laughs> one of these. Uh, which I'm in the minority of, I guess, but, um, uh, like yeah, I actually, I like the Oscorp one where she goes up to his, uh, apartment and you kind of get some info on Harry and stuff. I that really like cool. that one a lot. That one's cool. And cause you get to just tase all those dudes. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and this, they kind of took the taser and made it like a gun with the Sonic stuff. So that was, uh, you also get a little bit of tasing as well. And she's learned from, you know, silver sable and stuff. So it's, you know, yeah. uh, they kind of made her a little bit more fun there. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed uh, the upgrades we got with that. And I guess we can stick with MJ first and just kind of talk her story through here. But there's a point here where I audibly had my jaw drop again and I'm screaming. And that's when she turned in to scream. Scream. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was like, yeah. I that was like a jump out of my chair moment. I couldn't believe it. Like, oh, in the I'm like DiCaprio her. pointing at the screen meme. That's what yeah, I was doing. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legit. And the fight with her was awesome too. I had a lot of fun. It was one of the most fun fights in the yeah. game. Like, such an interesting, cool way to incorporate another one of the symbiotes into the story. Uh, not the only other symbiote mm-hmm. that we saw incorporated into this story that we'll get into. Uh, probably towards the end when we're talking about, you know, going forward and DLCs, things like that. But uh, yeah, dude, it, it was so cool. The design was great. Like the the whole, like there was so much emotion behind it too. It kind of felt like it was all building up to that with Peter and MJ with the sort of her having a little bit of that resentment towards him and not really wanting to move in and like feeling like she had to work for Jonah in order to let him to keep May's house and all that stuff. And like, the way the, 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 the symbiote just sort of kind of like feeds on that and like they kind of got to break her out of it together. It was just, it was, it was tremendous. Yeah. I like how they're going through like relationship dynamics in a fun way with the symbiote stuff, you know, yeah. you're thinking at some point this is going to come to a head with like her being upset with how he's acting or something, but really like she, she was, you know, pretty much ride or die with him and that, symbiote part and then when she gets the symbiote is how they kind of explore that fun dynamic of him being like this isn't really you talking i'm sorry though that you know like i'm sorry yeah. i made you feel that way and stuff and 
you know, it, it was a way to bring it up without it being like 1990s rom-com style yeah. of like... I'm with Harry now. Yes, yeah. you know, very <laughs> Spider-Man Raimi trilogy-esque. Um, you know, they, they do it a little bit more fun. And uh, when I saw her turn into that, I'm like, Scream? Like, are they actually going to call her Scream and stuff? And then the subtitles say Scream. And I was like, all right, yeah, we're, we nailed it. Like, yeah. uh, it's really cool that they did that. I was I was really excited about that. Um, yeah, it was, and that was just that was really kind of the culmination of like, or not like that was the best example of why it was so awesome being able to have that like neighborhood environment in in this one that we didn't have in the first one. It is just such an interesting dynamic, like to be able to like swing through and like fight in. It was it was like very trippy but very cool. Yeah, having like the Queens area where you're able to, and you're not able to web sling as much away from her, you know, um, you're kind of yeah. stuck with, uh, it was a very difficult fight for me uh, when it got to some certain stages. I was like, there was one stage I kept dying on and then I finally overcame it. But um, it was like in the construction zone area where I kept dying. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Stop killing me, baby. I love you. But it was it was a lot of fun, and I'm very happy, like you said, that they were able to just fill that in. And look, we're not going to probably get that many symbiote stories, right, from the way that this ends. Um, so why save her for another game, right? Throw it in here. You don't know if you're getting another game. I was watching a – I mean, th- they are, right? But, I mean, like, Brian <laughs> Ithahar, when he was talking about making the first game and stuff, he was saying, like, we just threw stuff in there we want to do because we didn't know for sure we're getting another game. So yeah. we're, you know, just we're doing whatever. And I kind of felt You're like the Sinister Six too. This, yeah. You know, this yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, why, why waste or hold something when you can, you know, maybe make it the best you can right now. Um, yeah. And increase your chances of getting another game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this one scream worked for me really well. And having MJ and Peter kind of resolve their, issues were kind of hinted in at the Coney Island bit too, when you get the, you know, dead in the water relationship rating. Yeah. A little ominous. I thought I was like, uh Oh, are they going to go that way? But then they, it was mostly for this type of story, which I, which I thought was good. I'm glad they didn't. And I hope they don't go that route for the third one. Cause now it seems like they're like, they're moved in, but they're, they're in a great yeah. spot now. So like, if we open that next game and they're like back to like, Oh no, like just not there's beef there. I would be a little disappointed. I think, I think for the third game, it's got to focus on like, cause I imagine the third one will be the last one. So yes. like, just give us a great story. Don't, we don't need relationship drama. Just like we're saying in other forms of Spider-Man media, we don't yeah. need MJ Peter drama. I think we got a good amount of it in this just enough uh and let's not go back to that well and that's what i liked that they did in the first game is that they were already broken up at that point but Mm. they were still friendly and that you see them resolve that at the end of the first game so i think for them it's like we're already through that era and now we'll we can move them forward to that happiness era hopefully right like i would love if this third game ends with them like getting married or engaged or you know something like that um you know, to, to keep it going. Um, I think that's going to open the next game. And I think the game's going to end with Peter dying, but 
that's I hope not. I hope he lives. Uh, me too. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's take Miles' story then uh, in this game. Because some people feel he gets a little sidelined. I-, I thought he still had a lot to do in this story. Um, but he Especially like, at the end. Yeah, yeah. He is, though, like the you know, the more secondary character when you're talking about Peter, right? Peter was the OG. So you get Miles. And um, most of his storyline is about kind of preparing for college, uh, writing an essay, relationship with Haley, and then his relationship with Pete kind of falling apart when Pete has the symbiote and him feeling a little left out with with all this stuff. But All while still like dealing with the, the, the grief of losing Jefferson and mm-hmm. like then and Sam, when, yeah. when Lee gets freed, like uh, having to like to to let go of that, like oh he's out there, so he has to like essentially in his head, like he has to die, even though we know that they didn't act, he didn't actually say that, but it's pretty much implied. Like he he wants to, he does not want he wants an eye for an eye kind of situation. At least that's how I took it. Maybe you kind of saw it differently. No, I think you're right. I think it's kind of like what we get with traditional stories like this when it comes to heroes that usually don't kill is the person that they have beef with, right? The person that killed the person they care about is loose. Kind of like if you want to compare it to Toby's Spider-Man in uh, when Uncle Ben dies and he's like kind of teetering on the line there before you know, um, he, you know, he doesn't kill him, but, uh, you know, I mean, he, he falls, right. The guy, but I mean, yeah, like yeah. Peter didn't really do it. I but... consider that Toby Maguire caught a body. I consider that that counts. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in this case, it's kind of like that same sort of thing where miles is kind of going to the brink a little bit, but he pulls himself back and, this was probably one of my favorite miles missions is having him and Lee team up like that battle with Martin Lee. And then uh, when you're um, miles, right. And they both, he, he sends them out, right. He's like, cause he, this is a battle to the death. This is the time he could do it and not really have many regrets. Cause it's either me or it's you, but he still finds a way to get Martin out of there and telling him to go find the other Spider-Man. And uh, that was something I really enjoyed about Miles. And then them teaming up again to go save Pete and making the anti-Venom suit by going through Peter's head and all that. It was just two of my favorite missions with Miles because I, I really loved their dynamic. And, you know, seeing Miles come out on the other side of that uh, still as himself and as doing what a Spider-Man would do, I think was really really worth it. So when people say that he didn't get as much to do, I think he had a lot more emotional, heavier stuff to do. Yeah, I agree completely. And uh, it also kind of showed him that like sort of the butterfly effect thing where like, okay, if he had just taken Lee out in that, uh, in Craven's combat thing, uh, he wouldn't have been there to help with Peter and to help him get that anti-venom suit. So it, it just, kind of reinforced that lesson that he learned throughout the, uh, throughout the entire thing. I loved Miles' story. Um, it, it felt, again, expert analysis, but it felt very like 
Miles Morales, very like kind of spider verse you know, just kind of like a kid, tr- like kind of learning how to navigate being a being Spider-Man and dealing with all these real life things. It was it was great. His suit collection was awesome. And I know we'll get into suits a little after, too. But um, I, I loved I loved everything about Miles' work. I thought it was I thought it was really good. And I'll hear somebody if they say like there was parts, especially in the beginning. And like when Peter was dealing with his like Venom stuff, yeah, he was a little bit, he was a little bit uh, story sidetracked. I still played a bunch of side missions with him. Yeah. But uh, but in terms of the main story, yeah, it was, it, it was definitely kind of Peter dominated. Um, and, I, and I don't know what else she would do in that sense, because like the whole point is Peter pushing people away, right? So he's, yeah. he's pushing Miles away first kind of because he's, has Harry back and then he's pushing him away because he's doing all of this, uh, venom stuff, you know, the, the black symbiote suit. So to me that worked and it makes you feel like I I think when you're playing it, like, man, I just want these two to be together again. Like, why are they keep dodging my calls? You know, um, it's kind of what you're thinking, but like you said, they give you the times to go out in the, in the open world and you can play as whoever you want. Uh, you can do as Brooklyn visions, um, storylines at that point and it would feel like he has stuff to do like yeah. i think i did one of his quest lines like the harlem museum one during the story and i love that one i love the suit you get with that too but I, darn it i think i left it off my list but um <laughs> but yeah no i mean I, I i think at some point you're gonna have to get one of them one of them's gonna get sideline and i think maybe you know that's that's how it's going to be but Pete has so so much more of a connection with these villains and the people that were in this story that it's harder to to like sideline Pete. And I think the same thing for the third game, who we're setting up for the villain there, it's gonna be hard to sideline Pete, right? So you're gonna get some sideline miles again, I think, at that point. Yeah, yeah. At least um, at least yeah, in the final battle and all that, you'd imagine. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in this case, Miles got the the, the good battle with Venom. I really liked that they gave him the battle with Venom. I, I liked the part when Venom has wings and you're like having to throw stuff at him and then you're yes. beating him up. Like that was a awesome. really good fight. It was awesome, dude. It, it was like, it was like breath. When I saw those wings go out, which is another like King and black, like just like Venom comic uh, kind of thing. Um, it, it just, Oh my God. And like, the visual of like the moon and like, it just, it was, Oh God, it was so good, dude. By the way, I did read King in black. I read it over the weekend. So nice. What'd you think? It was all right. Really? Just really, it was right. really. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> I'm not big on heroic Eddie Brock. All right. Uh, I'm holding up a finger. I won't let you see which it's one. It's not the middle one. I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I only read the five issues. I didn't read any of the side stuff. And I hadn't been reading any Venom stuff before that. So I felt like I was a little out of touch with, like, I didn't know he had a kid or anything. So all that stuff I was kind of, oh, like, okay. catching up on. And then, like, you know. Silver Surfer coming out of nowhere, too, was probably very, like, all right, yeah. what, 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 what's going on here <laughs> if, you didn't, if you didn't read the buildup and, like, Silver Surfer. I was worried about trying to get it all done for this. I only read the the five, but. Fair. No, I mean, it was good. It just wasn't like, I, I could see the inspiration in this, right? Like he does have mm-hmm. wings in it. The null with the swirl, right? Mm-hmm. We see those on the other side. All symbiote. the symbiotes, dude. Yeah. All of those like kind of NPC symbiotes, those mm-hmm. are like King and Black, like to a T. Yeah. 
And and that's the kind of stuff I like them doing. Just taking stuff from comics, repurposing it, right? Um, I know some people are upset it wasn't Eddie Brock or it wasn't, uh, you know, that the symbiote wanted to take over the world or, like, cover the world. But, I mean, they got it from Harry. Harry wanted to heal the world. This stuff was healing Harry, so in his warped mind, healing the world is making everybody a symbiote and like, it, it makes really sense. well it makes sense <laughs> yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense and you're com- still combining these like you're combining comic stuff with your own original take into yeah. it like it, it was awesome um so moving on from miles let's talk about the two villains before we get to peter i guess and his storyline uh so we'll start with craven because then we can go into venom which flows into peter um yep. Craven, I thought was super great in this, and and I just I'm looking at that darn Craven trailer for the movie, and I'm like, this won't do it justice. This game is how you do Craven justice. This is Craven the Hunter here, and I am so pleased with what we got with this. I didn't know how it was going to go. The fact that they made him scary by just killing some of the Sinister Six worked so well for me. I know some people will be like, why are you killing them off? We've played against them. We've seen them. We don't need them in the next one. Yeah. Have lasting stakes. I like that. Like these characters are dead. That's fine with me. Uh, we need to be able to push the story forward some ways like that. And this is not a comic book. So you can make those choices. You can have these characters get killed off. And I promise we're not running out of Spider-Man villains. Like, right. Right. No, they got a bunch, right? Yeah. Like they can't run out. And yeah. when you have especially when you start with Mr. Negative, right? You're like, okay, you, you still got all the big boys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Game. The fact that they killed off Scorpion, that was my first like what the F moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, they went there. And then later you find the other parts where they've killed Vulture. They killed Vulture, what, Shocker, Shocker, Shocker Electra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them, all four of them are dead. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was wild. It was also like the tone setter of like, yeah, death is not like, like, yeah, we saw Aunt May die in the first one, but it was a little, a little kind of different circumstances. This is like, death is not off the table here, like, <laughs> which we saw later in the game, which it with an even crazier with Craven's ending. Uh, not not to skip right to the end, but like, holy crap, that was one that I would like that whole that whole fight, that whole Venom and Craven fight was just like, ugh. I, I know I've said mind blowing a lot here. I don't mean to sound redundant, but it really it really was, dude. It was incredible. No, I agree. I think that Venom uh, fight against Craven, and I I was not shocked he he ate his head. But I was like, this is where they're this is where they're going here, because, you know, his whole point, Craven, is that he's dying and he doesn't want to die from what is it? Cancer that he has. Mm -hmm. And he wants to have like a hunter's death. He wants to find somebody that can take him out. And that's why he goes on these, you know, he's originally hunting somebody in his home. And then they say, you know, what about this jungle? You know, the concrete jungle. Go to New York. And they have all these. Dreams are made of. <laughs> they have all these 
villains there that he can hunt and try to find the perfect guy. And even Spider-Man, he, he disposes of. But the symbiote brings him back to life. And that's when he realizes this is the guy. This symbiote Spider-Man is who I need to face. He's the one that'll kill me without me having to just give up. Like he will actually best me in battle. It will be a, uh, her not heroic, but like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Warrior's death. Yes. Like a warrior's death. Um, he's not sacrificing himself to die. He's not killing himself. He's actually being bested and he does get bested by venom and he, he dies. And I felt like that was when the story really kicked into, okay, now it's, boss fight central that's where i go keep going here but uh no that was a great battle being able to play as venom was great in that but the way they did craven the the performance was great uh the animation on craven was great i was amazed every time i saw his hair on the coat looked fantastic yeah it did it looked awesome and even like i was a little concerned about like how it would feel because like to me, the cool part about like Craven is that he himself is so like dangerous and he's such a great hunter. Like I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about him having like all of these uh like high tech like basically this whole army of people and like all these high tech gadgets and all this stuff, but it played together really well and it fit like the stuff with the fireworks, uh and yeah. like and all that stuff. It was just it was it was really cool. No, yeah, that was great. Um and then let's talk Venom, since we'll uh, go into Venom. Venom is Harry in this. And he kind of starts off looking like Agent Venom a bit. You know, he's trying mm-hmm. to be one of the spider friends, spider pals, whatever he calls himself. And he, uh, you know, after Pete takes the suit and stuff, he is starting to get sick again. He's starting to grow resentment uh pete keeps saying hey once we get this thing off of me i'm giving it to you so you can heal up back up again and then soon pete wants the suit for himself and it's that attachment with the symbiote um who pretty much leapt from harry to get onto peter because he thinks peter's probably a better match but once Mm -hmm. peter rejects him he goes back to harry and becomes the full-on venom and kills craven and starts trying to heal the world but so when we talk about Venom, we're talking about Harry as well. I'm glad he didn't die. I know he's kind of comatose. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad he's alive because uh, Harry Osborn is so important. And I think they showed him some real importance on this without him being tied to the Goblin storyline for once. So I really did enjoy that they made him Venom. Yeah, it was, it was a super interesting, like, original, original sort of take on that. Like, Admittedly, in the beginning, my first like thought was going to be, all right, we got to see how this thing gets from Harry to Eddie Brock somehow. Like, I thought we were still going to end up getting Eddie Brock, but like the way that it progressed and like, uh, you know, Peter being being on his like deathbed, and you kind of w- once you saw Peter take that 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 knife from Craven, you kind of st- at least me, I kind of started had started to have the feeling like, okay, this is this is where this is going. This is how he's going to uh, get the suit sort of thing. Um, I do, I do feel like Harry's still going to die though. Cause I feel like there's gotta be something that pushes. And I know we're still talking about Venom, so I won't go too far into this, but uh, 
I feel like there's going to have to be something that finally pushes Norman fully over the edge to like really go crazy goblin mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Unless if they try to make him goblin too, and we have our first dual <laughs> villain where he it was venom be- and then new goblin or something. Honestly, like we're going to, we're going to have two Spider-Man. So we may as well have two goblins true, too. True. You know what I mean? And make, uh, make, make Genki, uh, what's his, or, uh, um, <laughs> Hobgoblin. Yeah. Hobgoblin. Yeah. 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 Um, um, no, what I, I think with, you know, cause they are setting up that he has this next serum or something to try to help Harry. And it's the G serum. And we all think that's Goblin. So, (laughs) yeah, he's the Gremlin now. Don't feed him after midnight. Uh, But, yeah, so I don't know where they go. If it is going to be Norman or if it is going to be Harry, or maybe the G serum doesn't work with Harry and Norman tries it on himself uh, for whatever reason. And then he ends up being the Goblin. Maybe it kills Harry. Yeah, maybe and the, then, the serum kills Harry, and that's what you know. That, but then I'm wondering why Norman would ever get infected with it. But uh, maybe we'll, we'll like Oswald. Uh, wow, I almost called him Oswald. <laughs> Holy shit, Octavius! Like maybe he finds a way to like engineer it because we saw in the post credits. Yeah, yeah. Those two kind of link it back up together. But right, Venom. So, yeah, yeah, back Venom. to. Back to Venom. Yeah, no, Venom was uh, playing in the the black suit was so much fun. It's like that that sort of like I guess would you call it Venom mode, just for lack yeah. of a you know, when you yeah surge like, when you, you know, do the surge yeah, thing the Venom surge yeah that was it like that was and you're just laying waste to people like that was so 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 much fun and I was so bummed when you lose the suit because you didn't get to do that anymore. Uh, and then when we obviously tie it back around with the anti-venom suit at the end, you you get to again, which is really cool. Uh, but this I spam definitely... that all the time. You what? Uh, <laughs> I spam yeah, me too. I was yeah, like, yeah, I gotta yeah. do this. Hell yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. Um, it was. It definitely was the most like epic venom ever felt to me. Like grand, grand stagey sort of like between the movies. Obviously, the, that's night and day difference from what we saw uh the the tom hardy venom movies and even in the comic stuff like king and black wasn't ri- like he was the the uh protagonist of that story obviously yeah. so he was in a little bit of a different role um this is the first like i, I don't want or maybe not the first but this was like the best example to me of just like it, it felt like venom was trying to take over the world because he was because he literally was and it, it was just it was cool to sort of have a, a Venom story that felt so big as opposed to just like him and Peter, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it didn't yeah. like, like for example, in, in Spider-Man three with, with Raimi, like it didn't, it, it didn't feel like there were any world stakes in that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was cool to have that sort of like, and again, that visual uh, that they show of the world being encompassed in a symbiote, which is ripped straight from King and black. Right. Um, like it, it, it was, it was awesome to see, that scope, like that large of a Venom story kind of comes to life in front of our eyes for the first time. Yeah, I think that's been most people's complaints, though, is that it wasn't as personal, I guess. But it, for me, it still felt personal because it's Harry. Uh, yeah. You know, as opposed to when it's Eddie Brock and Eddie just hating Pete, you know. Uh, 
it's a and lot. it's a different interpretation. Everything we've seen from Venom so far has been yeah. very and like by design. Like it, it, it's it, Venom essentially like feeds on your worst thoughts and like so I understand why it's it's always been so personal and sort of between like the character and the symbiote and very tight knit. But it's also cool to see that dude eight feet tall and all jacked up with bat wings flying around talking about how he's going to take over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a mutually exclusive thing. Like I, I don't know. I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. He looked great too. This is the best Venom's looked. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Venom films. Um, there. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like Venom one more than let there be carnage. And a lot of people like let there be carnage. I walked out of that movie thing as the worst movie I paid to see a movie theater. I don't think I'd go that far, but I much, much, much preferred the first one. I usually only go see movies that I want to see, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> I, you know, Me so too. like, no, I'm saying, like, so I, I usually don't pay for movies I'm not interested in. That one, yeah. I was already kind of like, I didn't really want to go see it, but my parents were into it. I was like, I'll go see it so I can talk about it on the show. Um, it was the longest 90 minutes of my life. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know how many times I looked at like my watch, like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's what you know. Yeah. You second phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, this did venom justice. I really enjoyed this interpretation of, of venom. Uh, so, you know, Pete, we can just briefly touch on, I think we, cause we kind of touched on him in each story there. Uh, Pete's just as good as he's always been in this. I, I think Yuri Lowenthal is my Peter Parker. He's, he's absolutely wonderful. Perfect. When he's playing as a uh, symbiote, Pete, you hear the more menacing voice, a little different tone. I really enjoy really enjoy his performance in this and, and the way they switch up the swinging music too when you're in the black suit mm-hmm. it's got kind of like that wow like that sort of like just background creepy tone like oh it's great yeah so he was great uh let's talk uh the the end credit scenes then we kind of hinted to the the first one which was the uh norman doc ock uh, end credit scene where it's maybe hinting that they're going to work together here. He want, he says, I know you know who the Spider-Men are, so I need to figure that out because they hurt uh, Harry. And Doc Ock is struggling, right? He's he's struggling. He has some sort of uh, disease. I forget if they actually named it or not in the, in the first one, but he's got something mm-hmm. kind of like an ALS, I would say, where he's losing... Mm-hmm mobility on on stuff he's having trouble writing when it comes in here but um and and the the arms were going to help him with this because he was going to be able to use the metal arms that was his old motivation in the first one but uh it seems like maybe he might be getting out we might have another doc ock i thought he was going to be done we might get doc ock again here teaming up with the green goblin do you think these are the two villains we get in the next game or are we still going to get one of those uh uh, like other villains, like how we had uh, Craven at first and Martin Lee at first. Like, do you think we get one of them and then we get them teaming up or maybe Doc Ock doesn't actually suit up? Like, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think it'll be a lot of um, 
or I should say, I don't think it'll be a lot of like him, Dr. Octopus. I do think we'll get to fight him one more time. Um, that'll probably be like the midway point of the game, I would imagine, or maybe even, I don't know, that's tough. E right now, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say those are the two, like the two villains they focus on for the game. Just because I'm trying to think of like, any villain they could pop in that would just make sense at this point. It feels, it feels more like that story is so big between like, because last I remembered, I like, he kind of like was okay with Peter. Like, wasn't like at the end there, like when he like, like he kind of gets it like that he went off the rails. Right. So it, it, it I was, just replayed it too. I just played that scene like a week before the game came out. Um, yeah. I, I sort of think so. I don't know if he's just pleading so he doesn't go to jail or something, but he was like kind of pleading with him a bit, kind of like, um, kind of like Norman pulls in Spider-Man one, you know, how he's like mm -hmm. kind of pleading with, but you, you don't know if he's actually Peter, telling the truth. Please, <laughs> right. You don't know if he's telling the truth or not. So you're like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to, is supposed to help him with something scientifically um, or, you know, just wants to know the identity of Spider-Man. I mean, this is a guy he hates, Norman. He almost tried to kill him. Like, it, yeah. is he going to work like, with him? I don't know. But he does well, call out the final chapter is what he's writing, which makes me think, like you mentioned, the third game is probably the last. Yeah, but it's just, like, with so much hatred and resentment towards Norman and everything that Norman took from him, it would just feel weird for me for him to hate Spider-Man more at this point than to team up with Norman to take him out. So like something's got to happen there. I don't know. Like maybe he, maybe, uh, maybe Norman gives him the G serum or something and it turns them all angry and crazy and like Bane, you know, just, he's got eight Bane <laughs> arms walking around. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's probably a little too early to tell right now. And I know that's, that that's kind of like the boring answer, but if I had to put my money on one right now, I would say those are the two for the second. Something I found interesting. I was just listening to an, uh, an interview with um, uh, Brian Ithahar, like I said, and he said that this is something they had set up that they knew that once he got locked away, they were going to bring him back in a future game for doc ock so that is something i think is really interesting that he said that's his favorite villain so he's like we're not kind of done with him yet i i was actually surprised because i was like oh i thought we were done with him um i'm fine with them bringing him back he is like if you put him and goblin up there those are the two big ones so if we yeah. have to fight them at one time that would be really cool <laughs> i would yeah, love that as both, as both spider-men yeah yes yeah, um, or even like Miles is out for the count for some reason, and it's just Peter going up against those two, his two greatest yeah. foes, I think is a pretty uh, interesting uh, thing. But I'm I'm betting that there's going to be another villain in there uh, to, to kind of play that Martin Lee Craven approach where it starts out as somebody different that he's facing, and then maybe these two pop up after that. Um I'm just trying to think of who would like, like, would it, is Morbius just like forever dead now because of the movie? Like, it, would it be like just impossible to have him be like, you know, the, the guy? So I'm trying to just think. 
I think they would stay away from Morbius. I think you would go with somebody like a. Maybe it's a Miles villain. Maybe it's like the spy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, That'd be cool. Just throwing, That'd just pulling cool. one out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, it would. Yeah, honestly, like that might be the way to to sort of think about it. I who knows? Maybe they have Aaron sort of be the prowler again. I don't know. That would kind of feel a little. Yeah, because that's part of Miles' story there, where Uncle Aaron's moving in one floor yeah. up, and he's uh, definitely retired. The I love Miles just bursting in there, but I knew I couldn't trust you. And then they're like, <laughs> his mom's like Miles. And he's like, Mom. <laughs> oh yeah, he's just moving up here. <laughs> He thinks Love he it. stole the record player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so well, we know uh, we're well, also we, we, we know we're getting uh chameleon as well. We saw yes, like that might the, be the, him. I, that I, might be the other DLC or he might be the opening villain. I think it'll be, I, I feel like the, the DLC is going to be carnage. You know, it has to be one of those two. Who knows? Maybe it's both, but I feel like that's a lot to pack into to one DLC thing. Well, Although we, had we three. did that Tomb- we had three last time. Yeah, Tombstone. we had Tombstone, uh Hammerhead and um uh Black Cat. Uh, help me, help me Black Cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like maybe yeah, Chameleon and Carnage and was there anybody else kind of like half set up in this one? I can't not really can't really think of anybody. The only thing I can think of when we look at side missions is did you finish the spider bot? I have not yet. All right. There is a you, huge. You can spoil it for me. Okay. Once you get all of them, you have to go somewhere. And then it opens up a portal like the that looks exactly like Across the Spider-Verse, the hexagonal one. Yeah. And there's a woman at like a bar and she's like, thanks for getting those spider bots or whatever. She sucks them all in. And you're kind of left like, what? And it closes. And I don't know if they're hinting at something for a DLC or another game, but. Peter was like, kind of like, what? Because <laughs> I went there as Peter. I don't know what would happen if I went there as Miles. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel, oh, you should have. I feel like that's where you got to go. I didn't know Miles. that it was going to happen, though. Damn like, it. Uh, Damn it, Jordan. <laughs> but they are hinting while you're collecting them that the data is coming from, like, far away from and far stuff. Far away, and yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. these different so, versions of the Spider-Man, but it was a really knows? cool, really cool thing. So definitely make sure you try to get all those because they're fun. Dude, maybe then that's what they do. Maybe the first half is like just crazy ass Spider Verse stuff, and meanwhile <laughs> in the background, Norman's like plotting and scheming and like setting all this stuff up. That would be that would be really cool for the third one because they're gonna have to go. They're gonna have to find a way to top this one somehow, and it, it's yeah. gonna be a tall task, which I I don't doubt for a second that they can do because they did it with the second. Yeah, and that we had the carnage set up, like you said, uh, the flame mission um, sets up. Uh... Um, what Cletus Cassidy? Um, as a uh, as a as one of his yeah as one of his monikers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he he did all this stuff just to get the extra symbiote that they had, I guess, for testing for the venom uh, cure for for Harry. So he gets that, and he says there's going to be a a bunch of carnage, right? So uh, you're definitely like what okay, we're getting this. <laughs> but you have Yuri as Wraith being like, well, it's going to take me a couple months to 
few years to track him down. I'm like, okay, so that's either DLC or it's either the third game. <laughs> like, a couple, couple months years, to a few years, give couple or take. months. Like, what is it going <laughs> to be? <laughs> a side story? I don't know. Um, do we get yeah, another? Yeah. Like, do you think we get like a Miles game, but it's like Venom instead because they've kind of been hinting to that type of stuff? That could be. They have the assets, like everything. the The world is complete now. Most of New York, yeah. they could probably push out another game in a couple years that is like a, a Miles level of it because they have they have all the upgraded assets for the PS5 now. The city is made. Venom is an asset. Like they have all this stuff. Do you think that they would ever make a Daredevil game set? in this exact same world in the exact same style? Or do you think it would just be too jarring because of the uh, like transversal stuff getting around? I, I would love it. I think that they're, I don't think they'll touch that. Um, oh. When we're talking about the, the, you know, they did a tease of like the Murdoch stuff, like Nelson and Murdoch's not there anymore. And somebody said like, Oh, great job spotting that. That's like, stay tuned. I think that might be more DLC stuff where maybe you get like a side mission with one of those characters, not as like daredevil. I don't know mm -hmm. how this stuff works. Like, you know, can they just throw in these things or would they have to go and renegotiate something? And Marvel says, Hey, we want to throw daredevil in here. Like that's the yeah. kind of stuff that like, or maybe we see it from another point of Kingpin gets out of jail and that's a reason why Nelson and Murdoch's not, you know, do, you know, like it may not actually. Have that was going to be my next question because it feels like Fisk is the one, like in terms of the top, top, like I know we got a decent amount of them in the first one, but we really kind of didn't at the end of the day, like he was there throughout the whole story. Like we, obviously the first fight was all him and the, the whole stuff with Martin Lee is essentially based around. He was the Sandman of the mm -hmm. game. The first level villain that you face. Yeah. But it feels like Kingpin deserves more than that. Like, that felt adequate for Sandman. It feels like there's more there with Kingpin. I wonder if they go the route of making him the mayor of New York in the third one. But, you know, maybe they do like a time skip sort of thing. Norman loses the mayor role, right? Yeah. Um, and that's part of like what sort of drives him down that path. And like maybe losing Harry again, like just all those things kind of like culminate. And then he just becomes Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like literally William De Willem Dafoe. Yeah. That's something of a scientist I, myself. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and the last tease we got, maybe has more to do with Miles uh here is the uh post post credit scene yep. where they introduce Cindy Moon, who is also known as Silk. Silk. Yeah. Um who is a spider person like do we get her on the cover and it's three spider people on the cover or like is she just gonna play like a different type of role is she not gonna be playable that's the kind of stuff i'm sitting here thinking about because it might become a little a little bloated if we have to fit a storyline with her too but yeah um, i i agree and a part of me wonders if she like because i don't think there's any reason for us to have to play as mj again in the third one so I wonder if they kind of give her some of that stuff, although it, but, Maybe. but still in a more advanced, cause ultimately she is silk. So she's going to be like, you know, probably like able to defend herself and like, you know, knows how to take care of herself sort of thing. So still kind of those advanced mechanics that we got with MJ, 
uh, in the stealth stuff in this one, but just a different character in being Cindy. Because, yeah, I don't think you can pack a whole Silk origin story <laughs> into all this. Although you can. I, I mean, you can if they just make it super long, which I'm not going to complain about if they do. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, would, it would probably feel like a lot. Or maybe that is the... Um, DLC. Yeah, maybe that's like the DLC slash uh, like Miles game. You know what I mean? Maybe the next game is her and like Miles sort of taking her under his wing and like you play mostly as her sort of sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, did you play the uh, Haley mission yet? Uh, with the uh, like with Spray the paint. paint? And all yeah. That? You're gonna hate me. <laughs> you didn't like it, or you didn't play it. I I got like halfway through that mission. That was the last time that I picked it up. It was like a oh, couple okay. days ago. Yeah, and like I got like halfway through it, and I was like, all right, I gotta like. So like halfway through it, I uh, hit the the pause and like kind of ducked mm. out. So I don't know what happened, but feel free to spoil. It's nothing big. I was just gonna say I enjoyed the mission. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So nice little, so yeah, nice little breather there for for it. But um, <laughs> yeah, th- that's. Uh, that's all it really is. Um, okay, so I guess let's go to the suits. Anything else about the story or anything we missed? Side no, I then? think that, that was a that was a beefy segment there. I think we got pretty much. Um, here, let me go to my list again. Just make sure we didn't. Oh, um, oh, I, I will probably bring that up in the the more wild card round. Um, scream the the null stuff. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, I think the only the only thing story-wise that I would add is that it, it, it was kind of dope to see Tombstone get redeemed. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not often that you see villains like get full on redemption like that. And, like seeing them save the dude out of the go-kart and everything. You're like, yeah, you go Tombstone. And like when you're taking out Craven Tenchman and he's like, Oh, I got to save Tombstone. Oh, it doesn't look like he's having too much trouble. Yeah. Like, Hell yeah mess him up, man. So that, that stuff was really fun. It was. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk suits. Uh, before we talk suits, real quick, I just want to say I also love the opening where Peter is um, a teacher, and then Miles yeah. excuses himself to go to it's the bathroom, loose. and then he's it's like, "I need loose. some help." <laughs> and then they're both gone for like an hour. You're like, if you're a student, you're like, I don't know what they're doing. What is going on here? Um, so do you? Uh, were you going to ask about like side missions and stuff, and like because. Oh, I don't even think this was really a side mission, but uh, the uh, the black cat, Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to bring up. Thank you for reminding me. The yeah. little, yeah, the black cat mission with Miles, and this is this is one of the reasons it couldn't have been on PS4, and also the opening with Sandman when he throws you across the whole city. That would have loaded not at all on a PS4. Your, your PS4 would just exploded. Yes. So that is why, sorry, Chris, if you're listening, that is why you could not have played this game. All right. Sandman throws you, he said he's going to listen. Sandman throws you across the whole city and it loads perfectly fine. It's like seamless. And then this black cat mission, she opens up portals like Dr. Strange and you're going into the Arctic. You're going across the city and it is awesome. And then, and and to to clarify, even though people who've played the game know it, it, she is literally using an item she stole from the Sanctum Sanctorum in this game. So like it it is full fledged, like Avengers end game portals. And at the end you get the nice little note from Wong. It's just, it it is chef. They were out. They just got back from vacation or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for returning it. Yeah. 
Oh, so cool, dude. So cool. Yeah, that was a nice little a nice little touch. I didn't I just thought it taking place at the Sanctum and her using the thing was cool. And then you get the note and I'm like, Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's like it's so cool how they have like the creative liberty to be able to like, you know, that's from the MCU. So like we can even pull stuff from there if we want yeah. to. Like it, it's just yeah, man. It 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 was so cool to see. Yeah, and on, seriously, on, on top of all the other references. Yeah, when you get when you get done the spider bot mission and you see the portal open, it is literally the hexagon from across the spider verse with like the same color scheme and everything. Like it looks, they're able to pull everything. I guess they're get, you know, when you make a hit game and you're about to make this hit a hit second game, right? Or you already did with Miles. You're making the third hit game, and Marvel knows how popular these games are and they're selling well. They sold like two point five million copies in 24 hours or something yeah they give you a lot more liberty you know they, they'll they'll give you stuff then and i feel like you see that a lot in this game and that's that's awesome yeah daredevil fantastic four doctor strange like yeah. name the reference yeah the avengers tower which was in the first one too but still right right uh the only thing they don't give you is the rights to the chrysler building uh because that had to get removed true <laughs> Get about a thousand. Okay. So weird that like I didn't know that that was like an issue until years ago. That like th that building, especially and other famous buildings, I guess have like image likeness rules. I'm like, this yeah. is so dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, they make a bunch of money off it. Like yeah, anytime crazy. anybody wants to use their thing, and like I know the Empire State Building makes a lot of money off of that too. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I just thought you know. Public domain. It's in the sky. I'm yeah, it, 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 it's there. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. It's going into this. <laughs> All right. Top five suits for Peter and Miles. I have five for each. I don't know how you. Oh, okay. I um. So I have one, two, three, four. I have six in total. Uh, most of them are actually Miles suits, surprisingly. So um. All right. Cool. I, I think we'll probably agree on a lot of them. Uh, I'll just rattle rattle mine sure. off first. Uh, so the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit, yes. untouchable. That thing looked so beautiful, especially once they gave the patch to kind of mm -hmm. to update sort of some of the, like, I don't know if it was shadowing issues or whatever, texture. Uh, awesome. Uh, the Spider-Verse suits for Miles, uh, incredible. I played mostly with those uh, for him. I I'm just, as you can tell, I'm a big sucker for the Spider-Verse, as we all are here. And they so, included uh, the one with the, you know, the the costume he buys from Stan Lee. They added yeah. that one in here, and that's great too, with the yeah. little cape and everything. Yep, yep. Uh, the uh, the Miles Prowler outfit I really liked. Mm. I, I just love that color scheme, the purple yeah. and the, the sort of vibrant green. Uh, the symbiote suit, obviously, the black one. Uh, the Miles twenty ninety nine suit. The one mm -hmm. with the hood and it's yeah. got kind of yeah. like the glowing eyes. I love that one. I think that was in the uh, Miles Morales game. It too, was, yeah, yeah. I love playing with that one and uh, the Wolverine suit as well. That was just like so trippy to see. Uh, that thing was freaking awesome. Yeah. So what I have here, I'll I'll share my Miles ones for right now. Uh, Wolverine suit, but specifically, I put it in the blue and yellow color scheme. Of course. One thing they've done in this game, which is cool, is all the non-movie suits probably because of likeness issues licensing mm -hmm. 
has the different styles. They have four different styles. The original one that's made and then like three different color schemes. And the Wolverine one is pretty much every Wolverine color scheme and then also a Miles color scheme. I think there's a what if comic where he was like, what if Wolverine? They did a whole line of Miles what if Mm -hmm. comics recently. Yeah. And it's partly that, but we also know that they're making a Wolverine game. Uh, Insomniac. So, a little bit. Oh, of shout out! Shout out activity. to the, the um, shout out to the Miles Black Panther suit too. Oh yes, what is that called? The Forever suit? Is that which one it is? Yes, the Forever suit. Yes. Yep. Uh, so I have that as my favorite Miles one. Second, I put Spider Verse. It's really any of them. I like that they add it across the Spider Verse, but I'm actually, mm-hmm. I actually really like the Into the one because I like the spray paint look. That I was just gonna say the spray paint and the uh the the lines like the 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 spider yes sort of web lines yeah I like yeah. I like for that one. Um, I have the upgraded suit, which is the one he starts out with in the game. Um, I really like that. I'm also a sucker for the track suit. I didn't put that one on there though. The track suit. I, I that was the one that I, I played like that. with the most yeah. in the beginning before I unlocked the spider verse suit. This one's controversial here. Uh, if, if you've been online, you see everybody hates this suit, but I actually like the evolved suit. Me too. With, yeah. Really the, like the hair it. was a really cool touch coming out yes. of it. Yeah. I think it was awesome. And I like the blue. I like the tealish marine aqua color on his chest with the like electric electricity pulsating through it. Yeah, or whatever I was, was going to say it gives off like that glowing, like it really pops mm-hmm. with the electricity. Yeah. I thought that suit was dope as hell, man. I know I have to keep defending it online every time. People like if you're on the subreddit for Spider-Man PS4, by the way, that's all they've talked about. It's how awful that suit is. I'm like ready to leave the sub. They, <laughs> they posted three discussions about it in the same 24 hour thing. And I was like, I don't know about that. No, they still bad. keep going on about it. Like, um, I don't understand what like what was bad about it. <laughs> they don't like the hair. They don't like the blue. They don't like the shoes. They don't like any of that stuff. All right. I really they were, like. The- they were probably pissed. Miles was in the in the game at all. To be honest <laughs> with you, those people. Yeah. When it came up, when he came in with that suit, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I didn't know people were reacting so mean about it, but I was Me like, either. "I like." I this thought suit. people were going to lose their mind over it. I I, I hadn't they did really- the other way though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I, I hadn't seen that the reaction was bad to it. I just kind of assumed everybody else liked it. And the smoke and mirror suit. I like the Mysterio suit. I think mm. it looks really cool. Um, Those missions were a lot of fun too to get them. They were, and I, I like trying them. You know, like the one where it's like get hit less than three times, or you know, mm-hmm. get hit zero times. I made it through one of them with getting hit once, and I was so pissed that I was like, <laughs> oh, I should redo it. Maybe I'll redo it another time, but it was a lot of fun. Did you have fun doing the uh, the DJ stuff? The first Mysterio. I, did. I, I did. had a shitload of fun. Sorry, I had a, a lot of fun. <laughs> playing that one, dude. Yeah, no, I play, I play, um, I, I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan, right? So I've played through all the oddly numbered Kingdom Hearts games and we get to, uh, they have melody of, uh, what melody of memory. And, uh, it's like a, it's like a game like that where you have to match the rhythm. It's like a rhythm game. So yeah. I, I like doing that on this. It was a lot of fun. Like Zelda. When you used to do the Ocarina. Yeah. And then my top five suits for Peter, number one, I have what is called the new red and blue suit, but uh, we know it as the final swing suit from No Way Home. This thing is gorgeous. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, You get that at like level 58 or something, sadly. That's why I need New Game Plus so I can replay it with this. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're talking about the black with the gold. No, no, no. This is the final swing. What, like the one he makes on his own when he's swinging oh, out in the middle oh, of the snow. Oh, in the MC. Okay, okay. Yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's great. Um, the colors pop on that one so much. Yeah, they that do. The red and the blue. It's just like whoa. Uh, I have the classic black suit, which is the like comic book um, mm. symbiote. I have the new blue suit on here as well. This one's the one that looks like the Fantastic Four. It's like black mm-hmm. with blue, and it has like the Spider-Man logo in the center mm-hmm. and in a circle. In a circle, I, yeah. I love that suit. It looks so good. That is sweet. That is a sweet suit. Then I have, uh, like you said, uh, in my fifth spot, I have Amazing Suit 2. And in my fourth spot, I have the Homecoming suit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love that Civil War Homecoming suit so much. It is. It, especially one of the things you can make him do is the head on the hands look yeah, with the, the eyes oh, wide. Yeah. And I'm going to do yeah. that with that suit, but I should actually do it with the one that's from far from home with the black. But yeah, uh, I want to do that in times square on there and take a picture of it because it looks <laughs> is so funny. Uh, uh, but those are my top five Pete suits. Another just underrated, just while we're kind of just throwing things around here, that photo mode. And it, it is so much fun. I'll spend an hour, and I've got some some things on my Twitter. Uh, you, you all see my at there if anybody wants to, like, check out just some of the media that I've posted while I've been playing this game. Like, it, it just it, – it's so dope, man. It feels like like you can – not to sound corny, but it's like, like you're just creating these awesome, like, dope little pieces of art. It's like little Spider-Man, like, yeah. kind of clips, you know what I mean? They're like your own, even though, like, everyone's out there doing it. It's like kind of your own thing, you know? And shout out to them for putting every movie suit in this. Um, I know people look, they've complained about a lot. They've complained that we get like seven MCU suits, but uh, I, I love that they did every single one. Cause like Mm -hmm. I can, those are some of my favorite suits, all these movie suits. Uh, The fact that, that we got amazing suit two is great. When that movie was coming out, I was so excited. I was living in Disney at the time. I was on the college program when I worked there and they did the, released the picture of the you know like amazing spider-man 2 like first look it is it's like this uh from the one of the opening scenes of the movie i think he's got the big eyes i was like this is spider-man baby yeah the movie was not as great but uh <laughs> <laughs> um but the suit is so good and when they only added the first one i was i was like oh man like i don't like amazing suit one really so no me either the eyes are weird yeah, shout out also to Advanced Suit 2.0, um, which is the one you wear most of the time in the in the opening here, where it's a little bit more of the red um, mm-hmm. instead of like an orangish color that Amazing Advanced Suit 1 has. But they still put Advanced Suit 1 in this game. Like, I love that they did that stuff, man. Yeah, um, no, they, they left no stone unturned with the suits. Yeah, no, they're great. They're great. Uh, the Noir suit is definitely an upgrade from the last Noir suit. We get the Raimi black suit. Like, oh man, it is absolutely wonderful on what they were able to to put in this. Oh, the life story suit. Both of them got life story suits, which are, mm-hmm. you know, if anybody's read Life Story, um, it, it's a suit where it's like almost like they're going up in space. Uh, it's from like the last chapter of Life Story, but. Mm-hmm. You know, and gotta give love, just gotta give love to the anti venom suit. I mean, I know it's, yeah. it's kind of like stock because like it's 
a suit you have to play in, but that shit is sleek as hell looking. It is. No, I think it all looks great. Anti-Venom looks great. The Venom suit looks great. Um, but lately, though, I've been just rolling around in the new red and blue one from the No Way Home final scene and uh, the, the, the blue suit, the Fantastic Four suit. I've been just rocking those two constantly. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. Now, they have a lot of great suits. I'm hoping if they do some DLC, we get some more suits like we did last time. Mm-hmm. I haven't used any of the pre-order ones. I got all the pre-order bonus ones, but they're all kind of ugly. I haven't worn them. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't, I'm not a big fan of them either, to be honest with you. There was a, there was. I feel like every suit in this game, and I it was much more love than hate. But I either loved it or I hated it. Like some of those, like like Assassin's Creed looking ones for Miles and stuff. I was like, eh, I, I'm good. You know, there are certain suits though that like I might think. I don't know about that, but then I check the color schemes and I like another one of it. Yeah. You or know? it looks, or it looks like kind of blah when you like first like look at it, but when you actually play as it, it looks a little more sleek. Yeah. But there was, I forget which suit it was. It was either for miles or for Peter, I guess there's only two, but I mean, I, I think it may have been miles that I was like, Oh, I don't know about this suit. And then I clicked the options and I'm like, Oh, I'm rocking this one. I'm right. Oh, yeah. shout out to the Harlem suit. I do like the 1940s look of yeah, that is dope. Miles, uh, it looks really cool. But yeah, no, th- this game's been great. I'm hoping you know. Last time we got DLC news pretty quickly. Like the first one, mm-hmm. we already knew there was DLC before the game came out. Mm-hmm. This one, we don't really know any of that. So, uh, like, they didn't sell anything of like get all the DLC or anything. I'm hoping we get some. And I'm Christmas hoping it's time, not. Maybe. I'm hoping it's not a long wait because I really do want to dive back into this. And since I've 100 percent completed it, right now I don't have any reason to until they add in something like New Game Plus. So I, I think I am going back to Spider-Man One and Miles to clean up those games because um, I didn't fully do the remaster. I just beat the story mode of the remaster like last week, you know, to, right before the game came out, like two weeks ago. Mm. Um, but I did more of it on the PS4 version. I just haven't, you know, uh, done it all on the PS5. Same. Yeah. That was where the, I had, I had my, my big file was on the, uh, the PS4. I have the, the remastered one for my five and it's just like, like 70% done. You know what I yeah, mean? Just, yeah. you, just, you play the main story stuff. You play your, your greatest hits of the, the side stuff, but I, I ain't going around and, and unlocking all of Harry's mom's uh, power stations you know what i mean again i was doing that the other day oh a side mission real quick the, the howard one did you do that the howard oh uh with the birds yeah uh i don't it wasn't anything like crazy right i don't like there's nothing like super memorable that i'm thinking of unless i'm confusing it with the first one uh okay so you may not have done the second one <laughs> oh okay oh oh interesting it is uh, a yeah. little, it is well, a little well, memorable. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it on here, but uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. It's been uh, just check to see if you did it or or not when you're done. I way. don't. I must not have yet because it, it's definitely not like I've done a good amount of what that's on the uh, the app missions, right? The Spider-Man yeah. app. Missions. Yeah. Because there's like two or three of those that I haven't done yet. One that I really did enjoy though is the one of like finding the old guy who's got kind of like the Alzheimer's thing going on. Oh, the grandfather, the grandfather. And like just that whole, like 
like talk about how like he's like he thought he'd be ready but now that he's here he's not like it was just real as hell and not something i was expecting in the middle of a spider-man game side mission which just really goes to speak to like how much care they put into this game even down to the smallest last most minute side mission of, of helping somebody find their grandfather like packs a punch just being able to sit on the bench and talk to him about his wife and stuff was so cool. Yeah. No, um, it was I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I, I wanted to mention that side mission and I would not yeah. But yeah, I'll I'll literally hop right off and and play that <laughs> power one. Yeah, yeah. I recommend playing it as Peter just because you can, it is one you can do as both. But since hmm. we have that connection with him in the first game, exactly, I, I feel like yeah. it makes more sense to be for Peter. sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so that about wraps us up here. Um, if there is ever DLC, love to have you back on round to talk about it. Oh, um, dude. Yeah. Get you, it. Yeah. You got me at this point. <laughs> we're, we're like I said, I just completed the Holy Trinity. So at any time that there's something coming out, you know, I'm on board. Yeah. Something I do want to get your thoughts on. Cause I know you're an X-Men guy, right? Mm-hmm. I do really want to do that idea of us building our own X-Men teams for like what we would do for the MCU. I think that would be great for the podcast. Yeah, um, dude, I would, I would, I am sometimes very, very Loki. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once we see if there even is like a multiverse anymore. Uh, yeah. That'll, <laughs> that'll be, that will be very, very cool. I'm a hundred percent on board for that. Well, there you go. I got you to say that on the air. So we are locked in. Uh, <laughs> Um, you can follow this show at all of the look i don't have a consistent tag on this one because it's so difficult to find it's like the um, picture of chris jericho holding up the uh thousand and one yeah. old it's in the show notes below and it's in your show notes on the app if you want to follow us on twitter send us an email all that good stuff for Ron, you can reach him at... Uh, it's all, all going to be in those notes, too. I'm going to put it there. It's also on the screen if you're on the YouTube version. But yeah, thanks for coming on, Ron. Thanks for talking Spider-Man 2 with us. Oh, dude, it, it was a blast. We've been going for uh, almost two hours here between this and all the Marvel stuff. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it just flew by. Like It, it was did. shocking to see that we've been talking for that long. So Can't wait to do it again with you, brother. Yeah, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, oh my God, it's nine o'clock. Uh, <laughs> flew by. Uh, but thank you all for watching and listening. We will catch you next time. Later this week, I'm talking, uh, of course, Loki episode five of season two. You know, regardless of that ending of the fourth episode, there is two more to go. Um, so we will be talking five and six over the next two weeks here. I will be jumping on to talk the Marvels at some point. Uh, I have jury duty the day it drops i don't know if i'm going that day or not it's kind of sucks uh gonna be take the hundred dollar (laughs) fine waiting to see if i'm even part of the trial or not and if so i'm gonna push it back even more on when i can go uh so hopefully everything works out with that and i can see this movie and jump on and and talk about it because i'm looking forward to it Mm-hmm. Um, Ron, anything you want to plug? I know we mentioned before about the Pod Awakens uh, on Thursday that hopefully this episode's up by then. If not, um, you can catch the replay of the Phantom Menace watch through. Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing I was going to add. Um, there, it's uh, at Jedi Genasi, Jedi G E N A S I on Twitter, TikTok. Uh, come hang out. You know, I post uh, 
all kinds of good stuff on there. Uh, Y'all know me by now, so I'm not. uh, Yeah, just go follow me over there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where the hell I was going with that. We've been talking for two hours. I'm just, yeah, go follow me. I'll follow you back. There you go. See, follow for a follow. Um, All right, that's it. So uh, we'll catch you next time when we talk Loki episode five here on To the Infinity Saga and beyond.